Hey, 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 what's up, Grace Gang? Yes, the gang gang. The gang gang. Oh, 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 oh. What's up? What's up, Grace Gang? My Grace Gang. Oh, 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 oh. I can't even say that. I can't even say that without laughing because I'm goofy like that. But hello, Grace Gang. How are you today? I am doing just fine. First of all, I just want to thank everyone who reached out to me, inboxed me, DM me, messaged me, text message, called me um, after the last episode. And I appreciate the love. Um, I did not think that I would get that response from people. Um, first of all, I was scared to even be that vulnerable to ex- uh, to expose that part of my life because I am a very private person, always been a private person. So um, it, it really was a challenge for me. But I know that um, as God, um, especially this week, God was showing me that pain is power and also pain has purpose. And um in spite of what I what I experienced and exactly what I am going through, because I am not a robot, just because God has put a peace in my heart right now, and just because God has revealed so much to me, um, I did tell you guys that I was going to take you on this journey of healing with me. And um, to be honest, you know, this week, you know, God had me go on a fast. And as I went on that fast, I really stayed in the feet and in the face of God to help me understand like what why did this have to happen to me um you know what i'm saying and and why does this hurt feels like a, a different hurt like it was something that was very different from any other uh heartbreak that i experienced and um god revealed a lot to me a lot some things i did not want to hear i ain't gonna lie to you but sometimes when god speaks to you you just have to take it in look take it in sit on it and sit in it for a while and let it marinate, okay? Because sometimes you don't want to hear it. Sometimes you want your you want your heart desires to line up with what God wants and that can't happen all the time. Actually, I was listening to Mike Todd, uh, Pastor Mike Todd, and he was talking about the desires of our hearts, that people read that scripture wrong because they think that when they, it says, um, when you uh, give your heart to Christ, that he would start giving you the desires of your heart. And he was like, you're, you're reading it wrong. Basically, when you give yourself to Christ, then once you become in Christ, you will start seeing things on how you should desire them based on being in connection with God. So the things that you desire before you got connected to God, nine times out of 10, that ain't going to be the desires of your heart when you get connected to God. And if it is still a desire of your heart and it lines up with the word of God, guess what? (laughs) You go get it, boo. You gonna get it. But yeah, let's get to the podcast. So basically, and again, thank you all. I love you. I really do. I promise. I promise I love y'all. So I was reading in Mark when I was doing um, studying and came across the parable of the sower. And uh, some of us read this parable over and over again. It's Mark 4. 
Um, and I'm going to try to scan through it just a little bit so you can get an understanding of it. But basically, it's Mark 4. I'm going to start at uh, verse 3 and end at verse 9. So basically, it says, Hearken, hearken, behold, there went out a sower to sow. It came to pass that he sowed some fell by the wayside, and the fowls of the air, which birds, came up to devour it. And some fell on stony ground. Where he had not much of earth, immediately sprung right up. Then there was, um, the sun was up and it scorched. And because it had no root when it was sown, it withered away. It dried right on up. And some fell amongst thorns. And the thorns had grew up out of the ground and choked it and yield no fruit. It couldn't even bear fruit. The seed didn't. And the other one fell on good ground. And the and it said, and did yield fruit that had sprung up and it increased and brought forth some 30, some 60, and some 100. And he said unto them, he that has a ear, to hear let him hear that's where I'm coming from today so in this parable of the sower in this parable of the store Jesus explanation of the parable provides surprising insight okay the sower symbolizes and it explains the context that he is Jesus. The sower is Jesus, right? The seeds are the word of God. This is what we say to others. This is what we put out in the earth. This is what we live. This is as Christians, this is who we are, right? The word of God. So, um, the soils are different kinds of here. So, you know how I said stony ground or the ground that wasn't de in depth. So, as soon as it grew up, it just withered away. Or the one that was out in the sun that was dried up, it had no nourishment. Um, That was another type of here where, where things just sit there. They don't impart it. They don't imply it into their lives and they it just wither away. You know, and, and it's like different soils that I mentioned in the, in the scripture, those are different hearers. Everybody takes information differently and everybody has different walks of life. Everybody doesn't accept the um, encouragement. Like you think they're going to accept it. Everybody is different. It's different. So the soils are different type of hearers. The birds represent Satan. Remember, um, on one part, I said that the, um, let me see if I can find it really quick. Boom, 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 boom. But it says that in here that the fowls, yes, it says, and it came to pass and he sold some fell by the wayside and the fowls of the air, which are birds, which represent Satan came up to devour it. So sometimes we will pass the word of God to someone. Or we will give it to them, but they'll put it, they won't even take it in and put it to the wayside. And the enemy comes what? To steal, right? Kill and destroy. He'll take those words right from them and devour it up. Because that's his job. He don't like when you encourage people. He don't like when you 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 speak affirmations over someone's life. Tell them that they're beautiful and stuff. And here he come with his little negative self 
speaking right back into their ear to tell them that you're nothing, you're ugly, you're this, you're that. So it's like sometimes people can't even uh, marinate in the word that you give them because the enemy moves so quickly to try to devour the very word that you have given to them. Or cause chaos to happen in their life to where they get distracted and don't even remember the word that you gave them. Let's move along. The thorns represent the worries of life. Remember I said that some fell among thorns and the thorns grew up and choked it and yielded from having any fruit. The thorns represent the worries of life. And sometimes, sometimes we get so wrapped up just like those thorns. They grow and they wrap and they choke you. They choke the life out of you. To make you not understand what is happening in your life. And basically, it's temporary. Everything is temporary. And so, but these thorns, they come, the worries of life, to choke you and and and, and try to kill you and yield you and keep you in a stagnated state. So you cannot move forward and do what the word of God is telling you to do. It says, Jesus seems to say that there are those who can hear his message, respond for days, months, and even years, and still not have the gospel rooted in their lives. Uh-oh. 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 <laughs> Let me start. What is up with me today? Honestly, let me stop. <laughs> okay, I'm going to stop. I'm going to stop. But basically, what it's saying is, first of all, let me give you, let me give you the podcast title. The, the podcast title is, You Can't Change Their Minds, period. I just want, I just want to get somebody, I just want to encourage somebody. Actually, I just want to take you from the pressure of thinking that how you live your life, what you do in your life, what you do unto others, what you say unto others is going to change their mind. It's not. It's not. I'm not saying that you're not supposed to spread the new, the good news of God because that is all our purpose in life. I told y'all that before. If you wonder what your purpose is in life and you don't know, I can tell you what one is. And that's to spread the good news of God. That's what he wants all his children to do. We are all disciples of God. We're all spokesmen of God. So we must spread the news of God. And listen, everybody ain't going to spread the news the same. I spread my news through singing and worshiping at church. I spread my news as a minister. And I spread my news on a podcast. I spread my news just by being who I am. Because even when... I'm at work. I don't go around and say, hey, I'm a Christian. Hey, I'm a Christian. Hallelujah. Hey, you want to know God? Hey, I, I know him. You want to know him? Hey, I know him. Like, I don't go around and do that type of stuff. I live my life and there is a certain light that is on you because you are a follower of Christ and people will gravitate to you just by that. And once they get to know you on the surface, then they will know the depths of you. There's no need to do all of that. Jesus did not walk around and said, I am Jesus of Nazareth. He did not announce who he was. Matter of fact, when he healed, when he, um, when he went to the women of the well, he said, go and tell them not who I am. 
But did she listen? No. Homegirl went and told everybody, listen, it is a man at the well, honey, and he gave me a drink, boo. And let me tell you about this drink, honey. I ain't thirsty no more. <laughs> y'all don't have to worry about y'all husband no more because I ain't going to steal him from you. I don't even want him no more because I found me a man. And this man here, he he gave me everything that I want, honey. He healed me. He delivered me. That's what she said. <laughs> That's what she said. So it's no need for us to be our own. I'm sorry if I'm smacking y'all because I, I noticed that in my other episode. I was like, oh my God, Kwan, you smack so much. You got to get that under control. Like, it bothered me. And I was like, oh my God, I feel so sorry for my listeners. But I be drinking my tea, y'all. I'm so sorry. Maybe I shouldn't drink my tea while I'm doing my podcast. But anywho, off topic, let's get back on. Let's get back on. So basically, what I'm saying is you don't have to put this big billboard up and say that I'm a follower of Christ. People will know you by your fruit. They will know you by your fruit. And so what God is saying to us in this parable is that we cannot change people's minds. And I had to come to that conclusion this year too. Um, People are going to do whatever they want to do. Point blank period. Everybody is in their own, um, they have their own designed appointment, destiny with God, where he is going to change their lives he is going to meet them where they are god comes to meet us where we are not to say that we should stay in the same place we all should want elevation we all should want to uh to evaluate our lives and see where we can be better as people and god has an appointed time where he is going to interrupt and when i say interrupt i really mean that word he comes to interrupt your life Things will be like, what is going on? But it's all to get your attention because he's trying to see what kind of ground, what kind of soil am I about to plant on right now? Are you ready? Are you on good grounds yet? Are you still on stony grounds? Are you are you still so worried and have anxiety about your life and your worries of your life? Am I am I going to fall on thorns? Am I going to fall on on thorns where it comes to choke and yield your destiny? Because I need you to be freed up. And sometimes we don't want things to leave our lives or people to leave our lives because we're worried about um, how our life is going to be without them. I can answer that for you right now. Free. Free. That's what your life looks without them. Free. Yes, you will have to go through some things. Yes, you will have to go through healing. Yes, you. But guess what? Healing is a beautiful process. Even I'm surprised that I'm saying that right now. But healing is actually a beautiful process because once the wound and the hurt is gone and once you are able to see why you had to go through that healing process, that part is beautiful. Even in the midst of it, you start to see like even when you have a cut and a bruise or whatever and you start seeing day by day that it's getting better, you begin to get happier. Because you know that this healing process is almost over. I ain't got to worry about covering it no more, Jesus. Ooh, that hit me. That hit me. I don't have to worry about covering it no more. I don't have to worry about people asking me, what what, what happened to you? Jesus. I don't have to worry about people asking, "What, what happened to you? Why you got that scar? It's a beautiful process to watch it go away. Not only that. It's a beautiful process to see yourself get better. To get better. So as disciples and as uh, people of God, you know, um, I, I just want to share this with you too also. You do not have to be perfect in order to speak life into someone. 
God will still use you even though you're you're not in a perfect state right now. Do not allow that guilt. Do not allow that shame to come over you. You speak the word of God over people. Okay? It's okay for you to speak. I have friends in my life right now who are not ministers, who are not prophets, but they are good people. And they lift me up with the words that they say, the words that they text me. And 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 you know what? God uses them in a mighty way because they have a calling over their life. And they haven't fully stepped into it, but they have a calling over their life. So don't be, don't, don't, I don't want you to go away and take something from this and be like, oh, I got to be perfect in order to spread the news. No, you don't. No, you don't. Listen, Peter wasn't perfect. Peter was knuck if you buck. Okay? Peter was ready to fight anybody that had something to say about God. Period. P- Peter was ready to, not ready, but he did cut off people's ears. Listen, he was, he was about that life. But he spread, but he spread the good news. He spread the good news, though. So don't allow yourself to be defeated by that. That's that's the enemy. Don't allow him to speak to you. And I cast that down in the name of Jesus. That's what we're not going to do. That's what we're not going to do. So what I, what I wanted to get to you before um, I end this podcast is that we cannot change people's minds. Okay. We are put on this earth to spread the good news of God and to be an example of that good news right? It is going to come a time in your life where your life is elevating and the people around you is not. And sometimes you may lose them and sometimes they will still stay close to you. And this is the point when they stay close to you, you have access to their hearts. You have access to their ears. You have access to their mind. And just because you elevate it or elevating does not mean you cannot speak into their lives. Now, we can't control how they take in what we give them. We can't control how they take in the love that we show them. We can give them the authentic, purest love that we have ever did because I've done it. It is up to that person to take your love seriously. It is up to that person to decide if I am going to honor this person's loyalty. Isn't it it crazy that we put ourselves on the line all the time and sometimes we get hurt in the war of it all? Especially in love. We're We're on the front lines. We're willing to get hurt because we want to show you how much we love you. We want to show you how much we care. We're willing to get those, those, those bullets or whatever that, those swords or whatever that, that comes to us at the front line, but we know what we're in it for. We're not just in it just to, just to be in it. So, so when you impart something good into someone, do not think that it is wasted time because in the Bible, it says some soweth. And some become after you and water it. And God, this is what y'all want you to understand. Whatever seed you have, whatever seed you have planted in anybody's life, you are not the harvest. You will not be, you will not cause the harvest. We are not God. 
Let's get that straight. You are not God. You are just his disciples. So you do your work. You plant the seed and you pray that God continues to water it and you move on about your life. Honey, you move on about your life because at the end of the day, God is the one who, 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 who springs up the harvest in their lives. When he does it, that's not, that ain't our business. How he does it, that ain't your business. We have to understand that God is the one who brings the harvest. So think it's not strange that God presented you to a person in your life and they're no longer in your life anymore. Because sometimes you are placed there to be a seed sower. You are placed there to put something in their life. I had people that came in my life and out my life so quick. That it's like almost like God erased them as soon as he drew them. But but I still remember them. I still remember them. Why is that, Kwani? Because they were a seed planter in my life. And whatever I experienced from that, from that experience with them, I, I took it into my next level. And God, and I, because I was close to God, he began to water whatever seed they planted in my life. And I became stronger. Just like this, this past situation that I was explaining to you guys, I'm not going to count everything bad because I actually had a really good experience with that person a great experience with that person and I am taking the seeds that I've sown in that person's life and I'm taking the seeds that that person put in my life and I am going to grow stronger because God is still watering me in that situation when my harvest is going to come oh I can't wait bruh Bruh, I cannot wait because I know that I did not go through what I went through just to go through it. I know that there is a purpose in it. And just like you are planning in someone's life, understand that there is a purpose in it. And we are not to be burdened about seeing a harvest or not. We have to let go of that burden in our lives and say that God for I live and God for I die, but God, I give everything to you. Listen, it is not my, my, it's not my purpose to change people's lives. You cannot change their minds. You cannot change their minds. Sometimes you just got to let it go. You got to plant that seed and you got to pray over it and you got to ask God be the harvest. Heavenly father, be the harvest in their life. Be the harvest in my life. Lord Jesus, be the harvest in my life, Jesus. Let the things that happen to me put, be put in on good ground, not stony ground, not a ground of thorns. Lord, don't even let the enemy come and snatch it up for me. Everything that belongs to me, my God, let it be for me. Let it be for me. And we bind every thorn. We bind every follow of the air. We, 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 we bind everything that comes to try to snatch our seed from the ground. Not so, not this season. We will reap a harvest, period. I'm so sick of the enemy. I'm so sick of him, y'all. I, I, I promise you, I am. I'm so sick of him. Because he don't like the children of God. And he wants us to become like stony, stony grounds and, 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 and then people who are not deep, but shallow about things. No, no, no. Our minds will be renewed in God and we will reap a harvest. 
We would not walk around with the burden thinking that if I did this different, this person would be this. Or if I did this different, this person would love me like this. Or if I did this different, my friends would never walk away from me. If I did this different, my husband would have never cheated on me. If I did this different, my wife would have never took the kids and left the house. If I did this, no, 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 no. Yes, we are to evaluate ourselves. Absolutely. But we cannot carry the load thinking that we can change people's minds. That's only God's. That's God's job. That's God's job. So don't don't do that to yourself. Don't do that to yourself. You pray about it. You sow a seed. You let it go. Pray about it. Sow a seed. Deuces. So be encouraged and understand that there are seasons in everybody's life. Everyone is on different roads. Everyone is in a different pace. And sometimes people will get it and sometimes that don't. They won't get it at that time. And sometimes God will bring you right back to that person and right back to that situation. And you will have to plant another seed. And guess what? Their grounds are different where they're able to receive the word that you have put in their life. And they're able to flourish from that. So it's all not lost sometimes. Sometimes you just have to keep going on your race. And God will present another time when that person is ready to receive what you have in your life. Do not be discouraged. And you don't bribe, bribe people to follow you. You don't You don't have to persuade nobody to, to listen to you or to accept who you are. The disciples did not go around begging people, please follow Christ, please, please, please. Can you please? Oh my, I promise you, he's a good man. I promise you, he did. They know they presented God to them. And, and, and if they did accept it, they accepted it. If they didn't, they didn't. Okay. And, and nine times out of 10, they accepted. Because he's that guy. <laughs> and he knew it. He knew it. <laughs> I thought, okay, I'm going to stop. But. The disciples did not have to beg people to follow Christ. Matter of fact, they didn't get persuaded to follow Christ that way. God, God walked on that boat. He told them about some fish. They were struggling about finding fish. He told them to drop their net. He Look, he, he's planting in their life. He's planting. That was his seed. He planted it. They was like, oh, who are you? We've been waiting all night to get this fish. We've been waiting all night and we gave up. And you you just come and tell us where to go out into the deep and to drop our nets. And we have fish now. More than we could imagine. We're basically rich now because of all the fish that we have. We had so much that it was, it was bending our boat to where we could have sunk in the water. That's how God works. When God shows up in your life, he doesn't have to beg us. It's almost like, man, I'd be a fool if I don't follow him. I'd be stupid if I don't follow him. Or if I don't seek him daily. That's how I feel. I At, at this point in my life, Jesus take the wheel. Literally. Literally. Like, I, I can't even do this by myself. I know I can't. I can't do it by myself. So um, you ain't got to persuade me, God. I'm fully committed. (laughs) 
Because I can't do it by myself, honey. I already know that. But y'all get it. So, uh, moral of the story. Y'all, y'all can't change people's minds. Let people do what they want to do, honey. And let God be the one to, to, to bring the harvest in their life. You did what you could. You planted that seed. You you showed the love. You did everything that you could possibly do, honey. Uh, get closer to God. Evaluate your life. Take care of your heart. Take care of your mind, your body, and your soul. And you keep it moving. And do what God told you to do in life. And let God be the harvest. Until next time, y'all. I will talk to y'all later. Bye.